Hi and welcome back to Illuminating Anorexia and Other Eating Disorders, Self and Body Issues. This is your host Michelle Sparks and it's great to have your company. I just want to let you know that in May of 2016, the Butterfly Foundation, which is the National Foundation for Eating Disorders in Australia, put out a May Day alert. I mean, this was a serious call for help. They were literally asking for increased help to support awareness and support of eating disorders in Australia. They estimated that 1 million people in Australia are now suffering with an eating disorder. That is, you know, we have a population of 24 million. So that equates to about 4% of our population struggling with an eating disorder. And less than 25% of those people are in treatment. And we know that eating disorders have the highest mortality rate of any mental illness. So it's pretty significant stuff. So Butterfly were asking for funding, for support, and I just want to say I fully support the Butterfly Foundation. And what I do in addition, what I do is I invest in a few channels like this one, the iTunes podcast and also a YouTube channel so that I can actually bring free, easily accessible information and support to people and particularly young people who are on the move, very mobile, on the go and it's a way for me to add more support to this area that I am so passionate about. Now, the title of this broadcast is that you can help. I mean, you can help in so many ways. You can help by supporting the Butterfly Foundation. You can help by not engaging in um, body criticizing behaviors. You can help by giving me feedback. I would really welcome your feedback. Um, I really would. You know, I can see people are listening People are downloading episodes, both of the iTunes podcast and the YouTube channel. But what would really help me to help you, the listener, is to get specific feedback. I would love it if you could uh, rate, subscribe, rate and review the show. Love it. Let me know. Hate it. Let me know. But do let me know. Give me feedback about what you want to hear, what has been helpful what will be more helpful? That will help me help you, the listener. And uh, that's the whole reason I'm doing this. You know, quite recently I put out um, a couple of episodes, Escalating Conflict and Growing Battle with the Binger. Both of those were very uh, revealing as someone who has actually entered into the territory of sliding down the scales into anorexia, battling with those voices that you will hear people who struggle with an eating disorder talk about. If you're in that space, you'll have your experience with the voices. You'll have your experience feeling at times out of control and unable to do what you rationally know is best for you and what you actually want to do. You will experience conflict, guilt, fear, shame, frustration, anger, so many emotions. And, um, you know, for those particular episodes, they're quite revealing. And, you know, there's obviously a book that you can read those episodes in. And I put it on the podcast, but I would really love your feedback. If you've listened to those episodes, I would value your feedback to know how that was for you to hear that 
information. I haven't uploaded it to the YouTube podcast because I really want to just ensure that it's helpful for those who are listening before I take it any further. Um, so I would really value your support, your feedback. That would really help me. And beyond that, what about you personally, the person listening? Are you a carer? Are you a friend of someone who is struggling with an eating disorder? What can you do to help? So many things. But I think one of the biggest things is to remember that we have two ears and one mouth. And I remember hearing someone talking about that and I thought it's just a great illustration. You know, we have two ears and one mouth. And maybe that's kind of the ratio that we need to be sort of aiming towards in terms of just listening. Just being there to listen. I know that you need someone to listen to you. But if you are caring for someone or a friend to someone who has an eating disorder, know that you're listening to them. You're seeking first to understand what's going on for them will be so healing in itself. If you focus on the whole person, the character, the qualities, maybe some things that have got buried underneath the layers of behavior in more recent times. But if you can draw back into your memory and into the, you know, the glimpses you see now of that person's character, their qualities, the things you value about them and focus on that and be curious about what's happening for them. That would be fantastic. That would be so helpful. If you're struggling, you can help yourself by reaching out. You know, when we're in an eating disordered space, it's very easy to isolate. The behavior itself makes us feel uh, ashamed often. We don't want people prodding and pushing and prying. We are trying to deal with internal experience, painful, conflicting emotional experience very often. And uh, we tend to withdraw, we tend to lose trust, we tend to isolate. But if you are struggling, the very best thing you can do is to reach out for personal support. Turn to people more than the food or eating disordered behaviors. Take a risk. It is a risk. Choose wisely. You know... If there is no one else to speak to, there is a butterfly support line 24-7 help available to you. There are a number of support groups. You can absolutely, I welcome your questions. If you have a situation that you would like me to address, you know, you don't, you can be anonymous. You can just uh, give me a question, michelle at michellesparks.com. You can, um, uh, Hit me up at Twitter, MP underscore Sparks. Leave me a question. Leave me some feedback. I would be very happy to respond to that in a space where you can hear it and feel, you know, very kind of anonymous and safe if that's going to help you at this point in your journey. Know that there is help for you. Know that you can get through this situation, this passage of your life. Know that... There is better and more full and fulfilling life ahead of you, possible for you, that you are not beyond hope, that you are not beyond hope. Let me tell you, however 
serious your situation is right now, I can tell you from experience. And I, you know, I was very close to not making it many times, but I have been long-term recovered. But I know what it is to feel like you're never going to be free. And I want to tell you, you can be free. And more than that, you can be whole. You can be embracing the life that is yours to enjoy. So you can help. Whoever you are listening to this podcast tonight, you can help. You can support a national organization like Butterfly in Australia, or it may be a different organization in your country. If you're a carer or a friend of someone who's struggling, you can so help by listening, by seeking first to understand, by remaining curious, by focusing on the characteristics and qualities of the person that you care for, by seeking to understand. That will so help someone to come out of that place of isolation and let you know what's going on. And then you can really help them to seek help and support in the best possible direction. If you are someone who is struggling, I encourage you to reach out to people, to reach out to someone, some support group. This podcast, you can reach out to me, you can ask me questions, you can present me with your situations. I would love to address that. You know, you can go to my website, michellesparks.com. There's a lot of information there. Also, on my YouTube channel, just Google my name, michellesparks.com. You can also come to uh, my Facebook page, which is Illuminating Anorexia and Eating Disorder Recovery. Lots of options for you. So help. Help spread the awareness. This is a serious issue. You know, I think they were saying, in fact, Butterfly said... Let me just quote Christine Morgan, who is the CEO of Butterfly. She said, We don't throw away words around words like crisis and emergency frivolously. But how else could you describe a situation where there are close to one million people living with a life-threatening mental illness and no more than 37 public hospital beds for treatment in the entire country? That is a really significant and alarming statistic. But you know what we also know is early intervention and prevention, early intervention to put a fence at the top of the cliff rather than ambulance below is so much more effective than, um, you know, to, to supply acute care. And you know, can I tell you, if you are someone with an eating disorder or you're struggling in that sort of subacute space, you know, you often hear people say, who will I be without my disorder? And I understand that because when you've been struggling in that space for a while, the disordered eating becomes your identity. It's hard to see who you are or how you would even approach life apart from that food uh, grid that you live within. But I can tell you from experience, my own experience and from working with other people that have been in that same bound place and are now free, that you can recover your life. You do not have to stay in that space. There is freedom for you. There is hope for you. The eating disorder lies to you. I've got to tell you, your 
who you are by design, who you were created to be, who the people who know you are that love your qualities and characteristics. They love the person that you are. Who you are by design is so much more fulfilling for you than who you are by disorder. Does that make sense? You may think your eating disorder or disordered eating experience is giving you some sort of identity. You might think it's helping to make you special. I understand that. You might feel like it's helping you to feel more safe or in control in some way of what's going on deep inside. But I can tell you that who you are, the person you were designed and created to be, I mean you are so unique and so precious. Precious means that you are irreplaceable. You know, we can't replace you. You know, we can, I remember a guy talking about his own story and saying that he dropped a ball on the road and uh, his stepmother just grabbed him and said, hey, just we can replace the ball, but we can't replace you. And it's that sense that you are precious. You are irreplaceable. You really are. And as you leave behind or reach out from within to recover from the disordered eating, eating disordered space, you will discover that irreplaceable, precious person that you are and have been, that has been masked, masked, if I can say that properly, and buried under the layers of the eating disorder and disordered eating behavior. But that person has not disappeared. They're right there, ready and able, with the right support to come forth and blossom and flourish so I'm just thinking of you all tonight across the spectrum, carers, health professionals, strugglers. Reach out. You can help. So tonight, I just leave you with that thought. And uh, until next time, travel well. Mm-hmm.